Come watch your favorite John Hughes 80s films through a whole new lens. We'll have the subtitles on and the volume low while a panel of feminists critique these beloved movies that shaped a generation with sexist, classist, homophobic, racist plots and characters and settings along with a healthy dose of damage property. Hosted by staunch feminist Pam Benjamin at Mutiny Radio, join us 2.15 for 16 Candles with Warren Kraut and Emma Brennan. 3-1, The Breakfast Club with Spencer Devine and Dominic Delgadillo. 3-15, Pretty in Pink with Nina G and Allison Reynolds. And 3-28, Some Kind of Wonderful with Mel Michelle. Hey, it's really exciting. We're going to be here, 278 121st Street, screening John Hughes Films with you, 6 o'clock, every other Wednesday, Mutiny Radio. Hey, kids, it's your pal, Spider-Man. <laughs> Sorry, Spider-Man. Autumn Spider-Man. But I'm not sweet. It's 6 o'clock. It's Monday. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We've got a bunch of comics, a full room, and a wait list. The first 10 comics, we just do four-minute sets at three minutes. You'll hear the horn. That means wrap it up. And then 11 through 15, those comics later on, we're going to do comments. We'll have four minutes of jokes and four minutes of comic comments Find a microphone strewn about the room because it is a radio show and we want to hear your comments too. All right, we're going to kick it off and just get it started. Here we go, everybody. Your first comedian. Who, what did they say that he's the, he's their favorite Backstreet Boy? The, the new Backstreet Boy. We love his hair and he's a lovely human being and very funny. Put your hands together, everyone, for Newman Shake. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, what's up guys? Um the last uh, the last person I dated, she was a white woman and uh, while we were dating, she told me that I was her first person of color boyfriend, which you know, hey, you know, that's nice. And 3 days later we broke up, so that's not nice. But then I found out like her next boyfriend was another Indian dude, and I've never felt like so sad but also, like, so proud of myself at the same time. You know, like, that was cool. Okay. So that's a good one, I think. <laughs> I um, um I, I work with special ed kids. Um, I really like that job. Yeah, thanks. Um, I really like that job because, like, you see a lot of, like, interesting things. Like, my first day there, I saw this kid in a wheelchair. And I was like, oh, yeah, this kid can't walk, you know? And then they rolled this kid out, and he started sprinting. And nobody else reacted but me. I was like, did I see a miracle or something? And I asked, like, one of my coworkers, and she was like, oh, this kid doesn't walk anywhere he doesn't want to go. And I think that kid is smarter than all of us, actually. Like, he needs to be put in all the advanced classes. That's good. Um, I, I, I'm, I think I'm kind of like an empath, but I'm like a reverse empath where, like, when pe when people start feeling bad about themselves, I start feeling a lot better about how my life is going. Like that's 
who I am. Yeah. Um, I uh, I'm part of Gen Z, and I know like Gen Z, we have like words that like we only kind of use. And I think that's because, like, older generations, they have words that only they can use. Like, I'm never going to say the words own property in my life. That's not something I can say. I don't, I'm not going to say retirement anytime soon. I don't know what the fuck a Roth IRA is, but I'm not talking about it for sure. I, um, I'm glad there's more representation movies nowadays, but I'm realizing, like, that's a uniquely American thing. I was watching this Indian movie recently, and there's this part where these characters, they have to meet a guy named Juan, who's from Mexico. And Juan is just another Indian dude in a sombrero and a Mexican soccer jersey. And I don't know, man. I feel like that would be like if the new Black Panther was just Brad Pitt in a do-rag. Like, that would be so weird. I don't know if you guys know this, but they made this movie about Gandhi in the 90s, and I'm glad they made this movie in the 90s, because I don't think there's a lot of Indian actors today that could pull off Gandhi. Like, Dev Patel is too hot, and I'm not ready for Aziz Ansari to be Gandhi. Like, that's a bit much. Like, I'm so hungry, you know? Like, it'd be so weird. Actually, like, if if Aziz Ansari played Gandhi, I'd watch that movie every day. Like, I want, I want Aziz Ansari to play every significant Indian person. Like, I want him to play Kamala Harris. You know, like, that's what my goal is. Just him and drag going like, we did it, Joe. You know, just... All right, I'll end there. Goodbye, guys. Aziz Ansari playing Kamala Harris. That's brilliant. What about Kamala Harris playing Aziz Ansari? Woo, it doesn't work both ways. All right. That was fantastic. Your next comedian, you might have just been listening to his show here called uh, You're in Talk with an Expert. Uh, something about being an expert. Trust me, my friend's an expert. Uh, they just did a haircut on stage, so... Try not to get any lice. Your next comedian. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No one has lice here. That was a mean thing to say. Put your hands together for Dakota Price. Yay! Hello. Huzzah. It's me. Uh, <laughs> I, I am here. I have arrived. And I am now doing this accent for some reason. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, I've been... Uh, you know, going through a lot of things, thinking about a lot recently. A friend of mine uh, brought up a good point to me. They were like, hey, is uh, having sex with Siamese twins a threesome? And then, it w yeah, good question, right? So uh, that devolved into, well, I it depends on where they're conjoined, I think. <laughs> Are they conjoined at the hip? Do they have one or two pussies? I think that's really the question. Because if they have one pussy, you're fucking, you know, technically, you know, one girl with two heads. Right? That's what I would consider. Right? But if they had two pussies? <laughs> ha! Ha! Anyway, it would be crazy. It'd be like uh, playing, like, fucking uh, <laughs> whack-a-mole. <laughs> Um, <laughs> stupid. Uh, anyway, I don't know where I'm going to go with that, but, so, if y'all didn't hear out there, I was talking about, uh, Siamese twins, and it being a threesome, and if they had more than one pussy. That's for you, Paul. Uh, anyway, uh, 
On my next point, I was uh, buying pizza uh, in a not-so-great uh, neighborhood the other day. I was trying to get a slice. And, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I was, I'm giving a shout-out. I was at Chico's on 6th Street. And uh, I went to, you know, pay. I, I pulled some money out of my pocket, and I dropped a dollar. And there was this guy standing there next to me, and he straight up, like, put his foot on it. Like, didn't say shit, didn't even look at me. Just like, he saw, the dollar fell out of my pocket, and he just foot on the dollar. And uh, I was like, that's not my dollar anymore. And uh, I couldn't afford my pizza, so I just left. Uh, I'm just kidding. I, I could still, I have money. I could Fuck that guy that stole my dog. Nah, he was cool. It was cool. Whatever. Um, another story. Uh, another weird idea that I've had recently. Uh, uh, does y'all guys know about bone conduction headphones? Like they vibrate on your temple. You know, they, they the frequency goes inside your inner ear, so y- you can hear it inside your head. This technology was first, in, you know, invented to get kids to brush their teeth more. And they put it in a toothbrush, and it would play the Hannah Montana theme song. And, it, it, you know, it would be like, the best of both worlds, you know, like, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> anyway. Kanye likes Jews now, again, apparently. <laughs> and uh, that's cool. It's because he watched 21 Jump Street with Jonah Hill. And, like, that was the first time like, I, I was really super glad that, like, in middle school, the first time I ever got on the bus, like, it was right around the time that that movie Superbad came out, and I was fat and chubby, and I had curly hair and looked like Jonah Hill, and uh, the peop- my friends were like, Superbad! I got, anyway, stupid. But uh, y'all remember when Kanye tried to release an album on the stem player? Does anybody know what a stem player is? It's like a special MP3 player. It, it, no one owns one, but anyway, do you know what he should have done? Brady, do you know what he should have done? He should have released it on a toothbrush. Anyway. That was my time, guys. Have a great one. Ah! Yay! Dakota Prize. Okay, so it's a threesome either way because even if they have two heads, they can suck your dick and eat your ass at the same time. Ah! So it's still a threesome. Get right in there. Double, right? I mean, that works. You just kind of jump on top. Anyway, you see, you just have to have the right visuals. Equal, equality. Equality now. Clap your hands together for one more time for Dakota Price. Yay! Yay! Awesome. Our next comedian. Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Raphael Wolfgang. Oh my! Oh my lord! Thank you guys. Thank you. How we doing tonight, everybody? Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. We've got a beautiful, beautiful crowd here tonight. Um, so uh, I, was, uh, I was born in 1997, so I have a weird relationship with the internet. You know, do you guys remember when the internet was all fucked up for a little while, right? In like the early 2000s and shit, there was all sorts of weird websites and shit. Like, I saw Two Girls, One Cup when I was eight, and that fucked me up pretty bad, right, guys? It's like the first boob I saw had poop on it, and <laughs> to this day... I can only masturbate on the toilet. It's completely fucked with my, completely fucked with my head. <laughs> and I was born in '97, right? So I don't, I don't remember 9/11. Two girls, one cup was my 9/11. Uh, 
everything changed. Nothing was. I was freaking the fuck out when I saw that shit. I was like, oh my god, we need to fucking drop a bomb on whoever did this shit. We need to fucking invade someone or something. Like, I don't know who did Two Girls One Cup, but you know who didn't do Two Girls One Cup? Al Qaeda. Where the fuck are we going after them? That seemed like a fucking waste of time to me, honestly. I would have rather seen 9-11, honestly. I really would have. Why the fuck are we out in the Middle East bombing random brown people? You know which brown people we should have bombed? The white girls covered in poop. Those are the fucking brown people <laughs> that needed to get fucking bombed, honestly. <laughs> Where the fuck are we going after Al-Qaeda? It seemed like a waste of time to me. 9-11, that whole thing was really weird, you know? Yeah, a lot of people think Bush did 9-11. I don't think he did 9-11. He might have done two girls, one cup, though, honestly. If you really think about, like, the timing, you know, when it was coming out, like, imagine, like, a board meeting in the White House in, like, 2005. It's like, oh, but Mr. President, you know, I got bad news. You know, the war in the Middle East isn't going very well. You know, lots of people are dying, right? Every single day, more, more soldiers die, and, and the people are starting to turn on us. The people are starting to protest against the war. How are we going to solve this? And he goes, I, I got an idea. <laughs> Why don't we... <laughs> Why don't we film a sexy video, you know, if I can really, really distract people. I know these two girls who will do anything for $20. Just give me $20 and a can of prune juice. I'll film a video that they'll fucking never forget. <laughs> Just a <laughs> two girls and a pot of hot coffee, and I, I'll fucking everyone will forget about this war in the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, I think Bush did two girls, one cup. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to tell you guys a little story about my childhood. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, I was kind of a weird kid growing up. When I was a kid, I really liked the word pop. You know, the word pop was a lot of fun. All right, like uh, popcorn is way more fun than corn, right? And a popsicle is way cooler than a sickle. And a pop is way cooler than no dad. Ah. <laughs> That's right. That joke always gets awes, you know. It's, it's tough. I would rather take a laugh, but sometimes I get awes. It, you know, it's weird. I hate when people feel bad for me for not having a dad growing up. You know what I mean? And I totally get it. That's a normal reaction, right, to have when you hear about that. But I never know how to react to that reaction. You know what I mean? I'm 20, like, it's like, oh, oh, my God, like, are you okay? Like, I'm 26 years old, and people are like, oh, are you, oh, my God, are you okay? Lick my balls if you feel so bad for me, honestly. I'm 26 years old. If you want me to, you want me to feel better about not having a dad, lick my balls. I'll completely forget about not having a dad. Promise. <laughs> anyway, that's my time. My name is Raphael Wolfgang. Uh, give it up for your host. Keep your hands clapping for Raphael Wolfgang. Gosh, it's like fire today. It seems like an actual show instead of just a mic. And we're going to keep that going with your next comedian. Clap your hands together for Devontre Coleman. Got to start to tell you all about a neighborhood I know. And you also didn't grow up without a dad. It's weird when I tell people that because when I, when I tell people I never met my dad, they always ask this stupid question. They're like, don't you wish you met your dad? I don't know. That's like asking if I wish I had a Tesla. Like, yeah, having one seems cool, but I also heard that sometimes they might hit your mom. I had a nightmare I was white last night. There was no mirrors. I couldn't see myself. I just know I was white because I had a gluten allergy. I was being chased by a cinnamon roll. I got caught because I had white speed. They called me and they took me to a white pride rally. I was surrounded by organic produce. They were playing John Mayer. 
Now that I think about it, it might not have been a rally. It might have just been a farmer's market. It did make me think about white pride, though. Kind of feel bad for white people. Y'all can't really be proud because the racist fucked it up. Like, the racist chose, of all the things the racist could have been proud of, they chose two wars. Not even the half of those wars that won, the losing halves. They want to be Nazis and Confederate soldiers. I had a I had a coworker who used to pretend to be a Confederate soldier. Every Saturday, he would wake up and get dressed to go pretend to relose the Civil War. Like, bro, read the script. I uh forgot my next joke. What was I supposed to do? Oh, I uh I moved to San Francisco. I'm from the South, so I'm used to like Confederate people and Southern pride. What I'm not used to is Asian people. I met my first Asian person. When I moved to San Francisco, like I, I never, I never knew Asian people, but I always liked Chinese food, so I knew I was gonna be locked in. But uh, I do feel racist because I'm not afraid of Asian people, and I feel like everybody deserves the chance to be seen as a threat. Like I can't imagine how disrespectful it must be to walk past a white lady and she not grip her purse tighter. I saw this report on the news the other day where this lady, she was robbed. And uh, she said that the suspect was this young Asian man. And in my head, I was like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> but then uh, they went on and they said that he was supposed to be, he was expected to have committed like a string of robberies in this community. And I was torn because half of me was like, dang, it must be really stressful to live in this community where every day anybody could be a victim. But on the other hand, I was like, that's some pretty solid media coverage. Oh uh, yeah, I think you should take condoms everywhere you go. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. I think it's I think it's fucked up that we judge men for taking condoms on dates. Like you don't judge people for taking bowling shoes when they think they might go bowling. And like, yeah, bowling alleys have shoes you can rent, but sometimes they don't have my size. And like I can put my foot in it. But if I slide around the bowling alley too much, she gonna ask me to go home. And I don't know if you've been ever, ever I don't know if you've ever been asked to leave a bowling alley, but it'll kind of make you question your desire to go bowling again. You'll sit at home thinking maybe I was bowling at the wrong alleys. Yeah, I fucking hate bowling. Thank you for your time. Devondre Coleman. He actually has his condoms. You give me hope for men in the future. Yay. I, I, I'm like, people use condoms still? Uh, put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. It's Emily Rudolph. Thank you, Dakota. <laughs> um, hearing that, hearing that always brings me such great joy that I feel like I'm going to be disappointed at real shows when nobody ever screams like that. Uh, <laughs> um, how are you guys? Did you have a good weekend? Um, so I don't know if you guys know this, but in different parts of the world, uh, they actually say that that having red hair is lucky. Have you heard that before? They say it's like finding a four-leaf clover. I disagree. I think that uh, being a redhead without freckles is lucky. That's why they call it being a ginger, you know? Like, most people are, or some people are into it, but most people just think that it's kind of gross. <laughs> Mess that up a little bit, but... Uh, um <laughs> 
I grew up in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, which means that I have like a bona fide Fox News dad, like gun-toting Republican, giant truck, cowboy boots, the whole bag. Um, the last time I was home, I told him I would back his truck into the driveway, and as I turned the key to his truck, Tucker Carlson just came blaring through the speakers, yelling about how abortion causes COVID. <laughs> um, and what that means is that my dad says ridiculous things all the time. It's one of my favorite things about him, actually. He's done it my whole life. And as a kid, we would go on vacation every summer to Southern California. And one year, we're packing up the car, getting ready to go home. And, you know, I was a kid. I looked at my dad, and I was like, gosh, I love it here. You know, the beach, the sound of the ocean. I don't want to leave. And my dad's terrifying. He's six foot seven. He's 350 pounds and proud of that. That took work. And uh, he's always got a fat cigar hanging out of his lip, with not an ounce of expression on his face. And so he's looking down at me, and he just goes, stay then. You can sell your body to survive. So now I sell feet pics on OnlyFans, and I'm giving comedy a try. Woo! Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I don't sell feet pics, unfortunately. But I'd probably make more money if I did. When I go home to visit my parents, though, I like to pretend that I do. Um, so we'll be out together, like, in the Starbucks line or the grocery store or something, and I have the Shopify app on my phone for work. Sometimes it'll go off, you know, cha-ching, and I've started yelling, OnlyFans, and they really love it. Yeah. It's great. Um, they're good sports. My, f my dad's a general contractor, you know, so he takes it pretty well. Um, he used to take me on a lot of job sites as a kid to the point where by age nine I knew almost every curse word in Spanish. <laughs> it was basically like ride along Duolingo, you know, like hang out on a paver for an hour with some dirty guy whose name definitely isn't John teaching me how to say fuck your mother in Spanish. <laughs> uh, my dad really believed in teaching me the value of hard work, which I respect. Um, but it was to the point that like when he would get hired help from the local Home Depot, he'd put me to work in the yard with them. And I could defend my dad, and I could be like, it was a different time, but it wasn't that long ago. And the sex offender registry was definitely common knowledge, so I like to think he was just really confident in my Spanish. Uh, <laughs> I think it backfired on him later in life, though, because as an adult, I attract problematic men, both uh, hygienically and emotionally, like moths to a dumpster fire. <laughs> um, you know what the biggest difference, though, between Arizona and California, though, is, is dating sites. And the reason is, like, 85% of guys on dating sites in Arizona, it's just a picture of them with a fish, right? It's like a beard, a baseball cap, and a fish. And, like, if you're going to give me a picture of you with a fish, you might as well send me a dick pic, like, if that's all I have to judge your character off of. And that got me thinking, right, what if when guys took pictures of their dicks, they took the picture like it was a freshly caught fish? You know what I mean? Hold it up with a smile, lube it up a little, put on a nice hat. That's all I'm saying, a little effort. All right, thank you, guys. Yay, Emily Rudolph, holding up a moist fish. Oh, God. I guess that makes sense, because if vaginas are pussies, then dicks should be fish. Why not? Uh, pussies eat fish. Your next comedian. Clap your hands together for Paul the Grillmaster Robertson. We're still doing that, huh? That's good. That's good. I know what you mean. Hi. Uh, a lot of people come up here with a plan. I don't have a plan. No plan. Um, 
Hi, Lauren. How are you? You're cold? Oh, okay. It's like, I'm cold. I'm good. I'm like, that's very okay. So, uh, yeah, times change a lot, I guess, huh? So when my grandma was telling me, like, when she was... When she was a, she, when she was a younger lady at night, she used to like a warm buttered corn, and uh, I'm like, Grandma, what'd you like about warm buttered corn? And she says, Well, they're ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> oh, Grandma, you know they didn't have the same electricity back then, no battery life, so I guess you got to live with what you got to live with. Uh, so, um, I realize I have no impulse control. Yeah, when it comes to like using my phone. Anybody get that little, you know, you're trying to, like, do your taxes or something, and you get that little, i got to check my phone, it whispers at you. Does that happen to anybody? Yeah, just Tony. Cool. Okay, great. Yeah, so, uh, you know, what do you try to do? Like, I, I, I turn it over. Like, that worked once, maybe. Yeah, and then uh, and then you you put it across the room, and, and that you feel stupid because then you go check it. It's whispering at you. And then you put it in a little time vault. You have, Actually, I have to explain that. You guys know what that is? Some people, you buy this little time capsule, and you put your phone in there, and unless you break the whole thing, you can't get access to your phone. Yeah, I'm not alone. So, But I have no impulse control. I'm like, thank God I wasn't born a pedophile. It's like, man. It's like, oh, well, maybe if I turn the kid upside down, I won't. Uh, <laughs> put the kid across the room. Uh, still scrumptious. Buy one of those vaults for the kid? Ah, still illegal. Ah, 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 if only I was addicted to legal things. Ah, yeah, pedophiles. You think pedophilia is genetic? I'm not saying you should act on it. You think it's a genetic identity? or? I don't know. I'm just asking. Just a round of applause. If Any pedophiles in here? <laughs> just, yeah. so I don't know. I see Denise averting her eyes, like, nope, not me. Mm -mm, nope, mm -mm, not me, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's important, though, to be an ally. Any allies in here? Round of applause if you're an ally. Oh, you also like Hitler? Cool. Man. Wow, okay. Now we know who's who. Pedophiles over there? I, uh, yeah, I watch the History Channel, you know, but... Uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, uh, words are really important, and be an ally, you want to say the right thing so you're not put in the wrong category with the bad people. You know, words are important. But you know what else is really important? Vocal intonation. Like, you ever noticed you could say a good and ethical thing, but if you accidentally put a question mark on the end, it becomes prejudice? Like, black lives matter? <laughs> oh, shit, don't say it like that in Oakland, you know? <laughs> Racism. Asian hate's out there. Give it up for some Asian hate there. See, that was a test he was about to, and I looked at him like, oh, not again. Oh, yeah, okay. It's like, fuck the Asians. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I give my time back. I'm Paul Robertson. Bye. <laughs> Yay, Paul Robertson. Bringing up the important topics of Asian on Asian hate. All right. Your next comedian is one of my favorite people in the whole world. Clap your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Yay! Hey, 
Thank you, Pam. You're one of my favorite people, too. Thank you. Um, in it is a love fest. In addition to my many afflictions, I also have math anxiety. This is a condition that renders you helpless in the face of subtraction or, God forbid, multiplication. Don't be asking me to figure out how old somebody is who was born in 1987. I can't do it. It makes, it scares me. It's just my mind freezes over like a pond in late January. I just can't do it. It's in my head. If you give me a calculator, I can maybe figure it out if you tell me how to turn it on. But that's math anxiety. Uh, there's more to that, but I don't remember. So we'll work, we're working on that one. Um, we're all just trying to underst understand each other, right? Trying to get, uh, get you to understand me and me to understand you. But if we don't know each other, if I don't know you, then I'm not going to trust you. And I'm going to think that you're out to get me and sleep with my wife and steal my guns. So even if you're my next door neighbor, if I don't know you, I mean, you could be a serial killer or worse, a Republican. <laughs> Fuck. All right, those are new ones. Um, people say he's a worthless piece of shit. But has anyone ever said he's a worthwhile piece of shit? It could be, right? Why, that new guy we hired in HR, He's a real worthwhile piece of shit. He's as meaningful as they come. You watch. I bet his worthwhile piece of shit ass will be head of the department by Christmas. How come there's Thomas Wolfe and Michael J. Fox, but you never hear a word about Gordon Gorilla or Edith Tarantula? No? No. There's... There's Dane Cook and Karen Carpenter and Billy Taylor and Bobby Baker, whoever they are. There's got to be some Bobby Baker somewhere. But you never hear about Peter Proctologist or Johnny Pimp. And how come Margaret Pole Dancer isn't in the news? She's got to be doing something right. Pole Dancer, 35, was heard to say, I saw him out in the street. He was Johnny Pimp. Yeah, okay. Yesterday, I wrote a joke that had this phrase, babbling incoherently about the disparity of women in comedy. And I Googled, Googled babbling incoherently because I am a dedicated artist and I research my act outs. And I posted that on Facebook and Twitter when I found it too hilarious to keep to myself. Babbling incoherently took me to word salad. Pause for motorcycle which in turn left me at the doorstep of Sarah Palin. And you know what dead mouse I found there. After that, I wrote this joke. I had three new bits off of one idea. I was God. Can you imagine how God felt when it created man? I mean, I was all thrilled because of three stupid jokes. God must have been delighted with itself for thinking up man. Who does God brag to? Is God tweeting, hashtag, I did it, hashtag, I am God. Or is God on the phone? Oh, hey, Gabriel, guess what? No, really, guess. Not even close. 
I just invented man. I won't know what to, what to do with him yet. I think I might invent make him a companion. What? A woman? What's that? No, I was thinking a dog. Yes, God is a dick. All right, thank you. That's my time. everyone with new material writing new material that's great all right we're moving right along here on the joke workshop put your hands together for your next comedian brady pearson hey guys how you doing gentlemen i'm brady i'm your resident homosexual um very excited i just moved into my own apartment right after 30 years of living with men. Oh my God, it has been such an exciting thing. The doors close. And one time my roommate came up to me and he's like, Oh my God, who did you bring home after the party? It sounded like you had a great fucking time. And I was like, Bitch, that was me. And um, I wrote a new song to commemorate these feelings. And um, I'm going to, so this is going to have to be a cappella, so it might suck. But um, does anybody here know the song Zombie by the Cranberries? Okay, so now just like bring this in, and this is like 30 years of living with men. Okay. A stench hangs lowly, my gag slowly awakens. How does a sense cause such violence? How can it be mistaken? But you see, it's not me. I'm not that filthy. In the bin, in the bin, it is piling. With your socks and your thongs and your jocks filled with cum. In the bin, in the bin, it is piling. In the bin, in the bin. Laundry, laundry, laundry. Eh, eh, it's in the bin. In the bin, laundry, laundry, laundry. Think. Oops, oops, oops. Now, now I messed that up. Hold on. Okay, pages. Okay. That overstuffed bin is breaking. Rats are taking over. When neglect can cause such great pestilence, the smell can't be forgiven. It's the same old thing. You act like you're 16 in your head. You think it's working as it climbs across rooms until it consumes your bed. It's the bin. The shit is piling in the bin, in the bin. Laundry, 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 eh, eh. in the bin. In the bin, laundry, laundry, eh, eh. What do you think? It's something new, ladies and gentlemen. She's just working on it. You know, another I've had another discovery in my life is like, did you know that like all men are kind of natural cocksuckers? Okay. Is there a single guy in this room? Raise your hand if you haven't thought about sucking your own cock. For those, liar. For those who are on the radio, not a single man raised his hand. And ladies, you haven't? You thought about it. You thought about breaking a rib. Okay. You, I, you, you're still a liar. Okay. <laughs> no worries. And one last new song. Um, this is for Pam. It's a hard cock life for us. It's a hard cock life for us. Oh, fuck you. Fuck me. 
well, it's a hard cock life. Thank you, gentlemen. Ladies. The song stylings of Brady Pearson. And you're so kind. There is no cock in my life. There's not neither hard nor soft. Not even my cat. My cat's cock is so small. Uh, I don't know if you know what cat cum smells like, but it doesn't smell like anything. Uh, your next comedian, clap your hands together, everybody, for Denise Lee. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, I've been I've been working on self discipline. Like like mental discipline, I'm not slapping myself or anything, um, but I'm working on portion control right now. I think I'm doing pretty well. Like right now, my big goal is to not eat a whole bag of chips at once. So what I do is I buy two bags of Cheetos and I only eat half of one bag, and then half of the other bag, and then I'm like, you know what? That was personal growth. That's nice. Um, I, th- I I think like my problem is like I lied to myself a lot and it's because my parents always lied to me growing up to try and make me feel better like my cousin is around the same age as I am but she's like way better at math than me and my mom would always be like oh it's because she's older so her brain had more time to develop and I was like she's two days older than me I don't know <laughs> if that two days made a difference um, people, people talk a lot about like dangerous neighborhoods in San Francisco, but, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's a little overhyped, you know, like I, I live, uh, I live really close to the Tenderloin and sometimes I feel a little unsafe, but then I walk into a corner store and I see the corner store selling boom chicka pop popcorn. And I'm like, you know what? This is safe. It's going to be, is going to be okay. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good area. <laughs> If I see gluten-free cookies for sale, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're definitely going to be okay. You know, like if someone tries to attack me, I'll just like throw a baguette at them or something and be like, stay away. I don't know. Uh, I I recently realized I'm like a big fan of astrology. And I think the reason I like astrology is because I think the animals in astrology are really cute. That's about it. Uh, Like I I, I learned that I'm a Capricorn, so I'm just like a cute little goat or whatever, and that's pretty cool. And I think the reason I like the animals in astrology is because I grew up with the Chinese Zodiac, which is basically like the Chinese version of bullshit. Um, and, And yeah, so like I grew up with the Chinese Zodiac and the animals are just super unflattering, okay? I was a rooster and that's just not cool like people at school like (laughs) would be like oh what are you and I'm like I'm the year of the rooster and they'd be like you're a cock and I'm like no that's not nice (laughs) and then and then I'd have to be like oh yeah my mom is a pig and my father is a snake (laughs) and it's just it's just not a good time you know so so it's so so I'm a big fan of 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 astrology people don't like what what's the Gemini animal do you guys know it's a what? Okay, see, like in the in astrology, you get people. Sometimes it's not even an animal. It's like a mammal, and I think that's really nice. I don't know. I don't know. That's just something I've been thinking about. Um, excellent. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, men that I date always think I'm really chill, and I think they think I'm chill because I don't really wear makeup. 
but I don't know. I feel like not wearing makeup just gives me more time to be crazy. So I don't know. That's my thought on it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Tadizli, everyone. There's multiple. The Aquarius is another one with a human. It's the water bearer, and it's a person. Spill. I don't know how a person spilling water is somehow a good thing, but uh, that was lovely. Tadizli, yay. <laughs> And maybe that's why they call Asian moms tiger moms, because maybe they were all born in those right years. And that's like the one flattering Chinese zodiac, isn't it? Who doesn't want to be a tiger? By the way, I'm a tiger. Uh, your 1974 was Year of the Tiger. Your, and so is 82. I think that's the way math. No, 84. 86. Your next comedian, clap your hands together for Brian Bixby. <laughs> yeah, I'm a tiger too. And a Leo. I'm just born to be a crazy cat person. Yeah. Um, I got arrested when I was 12 years old. Anybody else? Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, I got arrested for vandalism. Uh, and that's the day when I got arrested, took him down to the station. I learned that the legal term for vandalism is not vandalism. You guys know what it is? It's uh, criminal mischief, which I think sounds much too cute to take seriously. You don't get any street cred for being mischievous, it turns out. I just can't. I'm glad I didn't go to juvie for that. You know, I got away with it. Like all the other kids would be like gang members and drug addicts, and they'd be like, "What are you in for?" And I'm like, "Being a naughty boy." You know, it just doesn't. It doesn't have a good ring to it. Um, I'm single. I think it's because uh, I'm very delusional when it comes to dating. Like I, I want girls like way out of my league. Like it's completely unrealistic. Like if I watch a movie and there's like an attractive young actress in it, I'll like, Google her relationship status, and if she's single, I'll be like, "Nice." Still got a shot, you know? I, I don't know. Jenna Ortega, she's 20. Um, <laughs> I saw Scream. She's an adult. Um, <laughs> um, but I do, I'm trying to date. I went on a date recently with this, and uh, speaking of Zodiacs, actually, that was not planned. Uh, turns out we're both born in August, and I asked her if she's into Zodiac signs, and then she's like, uh, no, but I do believe in spirits. And I was like, that wasn't even close to the question I asked you, but okay, what about spirits? And she's like, well, ever since I was a kid, I could hear voices in my head. I think I'm a ghost whisperer. And I was like, I think that's called schizophrenia. I think that's what that is. No more looking for dates at the psych ward for this guy. Uh, you, need, you don't need a poltergeist. You need a psychiatrist, you know? Cool. I'll cut that line. Um... <laughs> I always, I've tried it so many times, it never works, I think it's funny. Um, I went on another date recently, um, and we were talking about, uh, she's like, your hair looks really nice, what products do you use? And I'm like, oh, I use this that Dove 3-in-1 hair care, you know, when it's like body wash, shampoo and conditioner all in one. Apparently, women do not like that. She was not excited to hear, she's like, you should not use 3-in-1 hair care. And then she ordered a Long Island iced tea, so I thought that was a little hypocritical. I drink too much, I think, I've been told. Um, my roommate told me this recently, because he pointed out I only ever buy fruit to make cocktails with, which is not a good sign, I guess. Like, I'll, you guys know what an old-fashioned is, right? It uses, like, orange peels. Yeah, so, like, I'll buy an orange, peel the whole thing, make old-fashions with it, and then throw away the rest of the orange. So, like, the part with the fruit and the vitamins you're supposed to eat, it's like... I wish she had never told me, because like, I was already worried about like liver disease, and I have to think about scurvy, too. It's not... I was thinking about pirate diseases from back in the day. 
I was at a bar the other day. I ordered an old-fashioned, and the bartender, instead of peeling an orange, they peeled, like, a tangerine, like a cutie. So, you know, inflation's hitting everybody, guys. It's not... It was really rough. Um, okay, I'll do one quick one. I'm also a smoker. I have a lot of bad habits. Uh, I'm a smoker, and I like American spirits. I started smoking as a teenager, because American spirits, there's a little thing on the back that says 100% non-additive, which means they're organic, but I'm dyslexic. I thought it said 100% not addictive. Uh... I was incorrect. In case you're thinking of taking up smoking, it's like top three most addicting things ever. It's not good. Uh, thanks. That's it. Bye. Brian Bixby. Wow, you, you wash your hair with three-in-one soap. Man, I used dish soap the other day, so you're <laughs> heads and tails above me, bro. And also, hey, when you buy your whiskey, just buy vodka, too, because then you can squeeze the orange and you can make... A screwdriver. Yeah, so you gotta be keep your orange and just you just have to buy vodka. That's the only thing. Yeah, I know that's because we're alcoholics. Yay! Alcoholics in the booth, only one of them's on the wagon. Can you guess which one? We are gonna go to the wait list. No, you don't really have to it's obviously he's obviously the one. No, we I've just had a dab, so I don't even know where I am right now. We're on the list and we're gonna go to the wait list. Before, for one more four-minute set before we go to the comment section. Um, he was here super early. Put your hands together for Marcello! Hey, guys. Um, I, um, I, I saw Bjork on Market Street the other day. Yeah, I was walking on Market Street, and I saw Bjork, and I went up to her, and I was like, Oh my God! I like I love you. I know so much. I feel like I know everything about you. Like, um, like what's it like to be Bjork? You know, like I just get up and look in the mirror in the morning, and I'm like, I guess I'm whatever. And I go outside, and it's just Marcello. It's whoever. But you're like Bjork. Everybody's like hyper focused on what you're up to. And like I'll never forget what she said. I wrote it down. She said, um, "Dude, fuck off. You don't know shit about me. You're being super weird." It's like really incredible to just like share that moment. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that was cool. That happened. Um, <laughs> uh, that didn't. Ha- anyway, uh, no. So, uh, oh yeah, I also this week I became a um, ninonk, uh, which is like a, a, gr- a godfather, but in like Tagalog. So like now I have like a real Filipino person in my family. So it's like I'm totally not racist. You know, because I have like this Philip, so I'm like the godfather of to this kid, you know. And I was like, first I was really um, honored, but then when I got home, I was thinking about it and like that shit's super racist to like have a kid and then track down the most Italian guy you can find to make him their godfather. <laughs> it's like these people watch too many fucking movies, you know. Between that and this fucking Mario Brothers movie, like, I'm super fucking triggered right now. Um, what else? Oh, what el- um, oh, the Dalai Lama, like, tongue-kissed a child. Anybody see that? I don't even have any material. This happened today. So, like, did you guys watch the video? Like, I, r- I read about it in, like, the newspaper, but then I watched the video. He's like, a big reader. Um, uh... And, like, it's pretty crazy uh, because, like, I don't know, the kid's like, can I hug you? And then he's like, somebody's like, they, like, translate because it's like, they're like, he w- he's like, they try to tell him what a hug is. And he's like, yeah, sure, I'm fucking super down with this, hugging little kids. And then 
like he's like kiss me kiss me and then he's like he says suck my tongue which is like i don't know if it's like a communication thing because it's like two esl kids like a it's like somebody who's like indian speaking english and he's like maybe it's just a cultural thing did no okay we'll move on <laughs> but like super fucking weird anyway uh suck my tongue is really visceral it doesn't it doesn't feel it doesn't feel good it's like that's what i'm saying maybe it's a communication thing because like Nobody fucking says that. Like I've sucked s people's tongues just in passing, you know, like making out. But I would, ne I've never said, um, "suck my tongue." Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll end on this. Uh, you guys like uh, the Harry Potter books? Sure. Right. So like HBO just signed a big deal to make a new Harry Potter like mega show, like a seven season like Game of Thrones like um mega thing, and. Uh, so that's going to happen, and I'm like, that's super fucking lazy because it's just going to be, like, the same thing we already saw in the movies. Um, so I was like, dude, you created a whole fucking world, and you didn't change shit. So I was looking into it, but it turns out um, that, that they did that, that she is changing a couple things. Like, inst instead of, like, that hat um, telling you what house that you're in, like, if they're a Hufflepuff or whatever, the hat is just going to pull every child up and then say uh what their sex is and uh, affirm their gender so it'll be like it'd be like hermione vagina woman it's like just subtle changes like that it's pretty crazy oh and she added a forward to the to the first book it's gonna be the the thing it's just gonna be like my name's harry potter and because of my child penis i'm a boy not that we need to talk about it because it's not a real thing, but I think it's better to clear. If you're not going to be able to get into the story, if you first don't know that I am a, I'm my name's Harry, and you should be able to tell him a boy, but we'll talk about it because I have a child's penis, and please inspect my children's penis. Um, yeah. So like, Dickie Rollins is a super big creep, and I, I wish I could just like pull her aside and give her the same advice that Bjork gave me. Dude, fuck off! You don't know shit. You're being super weird. Anyway. Marcello, everyone. That was fantastic. That was super lovely. That was really funny. Um, I would be a huff, the huff, the sorting hat would tell me I'm a Hufflepuff because it's Hufflepuffle. Pass, pass, bitch. Pass me that fucking dabbing. I'm kidding. I'm way too high right now. All right, we're going. <gasps> woo! We're going into the comments section, all right? So we're going to do four-minute sets just like before, but after... We've got microphones strewn about the room, and you give constructive comments and feedback and all kinds of nice stuff. I literally take notes. You don't have to, but, like, if you're going to say you like something, say why. Because, like, being like that. But also, laugh and clap hard if you like something, because that's also the kind of feedback that people need. Uh, clap your hands together for your first comedian. Everybody, it's Anthony Mitchell! Yeah! Sure, the crowd can now win it on the dance floor. Thank you, thank you. It's lovely to be here. Uh, I get a lot of comments on the way that I look. Any time of the day, people just come up to me, give me their honest opinion. And I've gotten used to it. But to be honest, if I had a dollar for every time someone told me that I have a pedo stash, I would finally have enough money to tint the windows on my van. Or at least afford some better candy. And it doesn't bother me when people refer to my mustache as a pedo stash. What really bothers me 
is if this is what people think pedophiles look like nowadays, well, there have got to be some lucky, lucky kids out there. I mean, I would be honored to be tickled by something this handsome. Not my pastor. Uh, earlier this week, someone told me that I look like Super Mario who likes to get pegged. Can't help it. I'm just Italian. Genetics get in the way sometimes. And it's interesting being Italian nowadays because it's like the last group of people you can just be openly racist towards. And it feels a little unbalanced. Because a few years ago, a few people got upset, wrote an angry letter, and now Apu is not on The Simpsons anymore. Then a few months after that, Pepe Le Pew got canceled just for being accurately French. But in the not-so-recent movie Ratatouille, the name of the main character, the guy that gets, like, controlled by the rat, his name, Alfredo Linguini. What sort of weird backwards racism is this where we can make fun of Italians but no one else? I mean, Disney no Disney's not going to make a movie next year about an Asian woman named Kim Chi, would they? Could you imagine if when they make Coco 2, they just renamed the main character to Bean Burrito? Is that a honk honk? No? Ooh, lovely. Uh, dating's been interesting because, uh, I mean, there's some women who like, who like the mustache. Most women just don't want to look at me. But then there's that small sliver of women, those, the women that like really like the mustache, like almost to an uncomfortable degree. Like sometimes women like it a little too much that I have to like look them up on social media, find some family photos just to see if their dad also has a mustache. So if their dad has a mustache, I mean, that's just a red flag. I cannot date this woman. I'd much rather just fuck the dad. All right, that's been my time. Give it up for Anthony Mitchell. Yay. Yay, Anthony Mitchell. I'm so sorry I threw you when I laughed so hard, but this was the tag I thought. And this is terrible. This is so racist and awful, but it, you're already <laughs> getting there. You're already there in the joke, and we're doing it in context. And we know that Disney was also a super racist. I just thought he hated Jews and women. But... Um, if he's called Bean Burrito, you could call him Beaner for short, like as a cute little nickname, which is like a terrible, terrible slur. But it's, if you call him Bean Burrito, you're already two steps there, man. Like, I, yeah, I mean, it just depends how far you want to. Uh, no, I was going to say, like, there's there's so much with that that's that's so fucking funny. Like, uh, the, uh, like the, the also, like, I don't know if you've seen Luca, like, the what are the... Oh, two little gay Italian mermaids, oh, like yeah, Italian. like uh, yeah. It's, it's but was that one Disney? Yeah, that that I was Pixar. That, that was Pix uh, oh, like it's Pixar. Pixar. It's like same same shit. Well, though. Moana was that. That was Hawaiian. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like They've like done every race. I don't know. It's like uh, you you also look like you could be a gay Italian. You also look like you could be in Top Gun. Like like I just like there's so many good there's so many good ones like 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 you could punch that joke up hard every time. 
I think you're really onto something with that. And like, like she said, like, don't be afraid to get like really fucking creative and like maybe a little crossing the line with some of the names, like you know, like the kimchi, the the kimchi bean burrito, like those, like those are hilarious. And they were because they're both foods, and so that makes sense. Yeah, and but like, uh, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, Can Can you wear Daisy Dukes and like a leather jacket? I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, so I had another thing. I had another tag. Um, when you say afford better candy for the children, name a candy like from Tootsie Rolls to Rolos, <laughs> like because Tootsie Rolls are cheap and gross candy, and Rolos are like good chocolate candy, or like from something to Twix, like from I don't know, name a shitty candy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> high quality. Yeah, pick the like gross. Sweet tarts. <laughs> Dumb in the little two-package. Really? We can fight over that later. Uh, <laughs> Disney, I thought, oh, I already said that. I thought he only hated Jews and women. Uh, were there um, any other comments? There's microphones. up. There's one up at the front. There's ones in here. Find a microphone. Um, well, there's one actually right next to you, actually, number two. And... I just want to point out that Pixar also has a movie with white people that are urban, and their last name is Incredible, and they all oh are like Mr. Miss Incredible. Just, just saying, yeah, the American dream. The one white family is called the Incredibles. That's 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 oh funny, right? Shit. That's what he was saying. The one, the one movie about an all-white family, and what does Disney call them? The Incredibles. <laughs> he saw hundred percent. That's a good joke, Fernando. Uh, it's recorded, so don't worry. You'll you'll hear. Lauren, what did you want to say? I love your stuff. I love the um, Alfredo Linguini, and I thought you could, if you wanted to go do more Italian um, uh, dishes, you can make the names. This is my husband, um, Parmesan, you know, Freddy Parmesan or something. I don't know. It, but in the actual movie, that's the name of the yeah, character. It's a real. It's oh, oh, it's a real okay. movie where a rat controls a, ma- a cooking man, and he's oh. not a good cook. It's also racist against rats. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> what would that be? Interspeciesist? What would that be? What would be if you're speciesist? Specious? <laughs> Which is another word, and I don't remember what that means. Um, okay, does anyone have any other comments? I am so high right now. This dab rig is crazy. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Anybody want to do a Who dab in the booth? <laughs> Anthony Mitchell, yay! <laughs> that was a great set, though. I like all your new jokes, and that was amazing, incredible. Yay. Okay. Oof, I'm off the rails. Uh, put, <laughs> put your hands together for your next comedian. Be nice, take notes. It's Kane, yay! So I wanted to appear less threatening to old people when I was out walking at night, so instead of walking everywhere, I skip everywhere now. <laughs> I don't scare old people now. Now occasionally if I uh, go past a group of older guys, they're like, oh, he's gay, get him! I got my ass beat. I'd much rather be scary than uh, scared of everyone. You know, something happened to me on the way here. I was uh, I was walking here, and uh, this homeless guy asked me for some money. And, you know, I don't mind, but I just told him, I was like, motherfucker, I'm broke too. I got bills to pay. And he laughed at me, and he said, hey, my bills get paid. And I was like, how the fuck are you paying your bills? And he just kind of looked at me like, I said, oh, okay. 
So I sat there with him and I begged for 30 minutes, you know what I mean? You know, they say it ain't stupid if it works, and this motherfucker made me feel stupid as fuck for working. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I went through a breakup recently. It wasn't too recent, it was back in November, but it's, it's been a while, you know? Yeah, it's not too bad, though. I've uh, been seeing someone new. It sucks dating in San Francisco, though, with all these hills, you know? She really gets away from me every time I forget to put the locks on on her wheelchair. But yeah... You know, it's cool seeing a wheelchair chick. It's uh, a lot of good material you can write about it. And it's kind of fucked up to date someone just so you can make jokes about it. But, ah, fuck it. You know, like the other day I told her, I said, hey, what do you call it in paraplegic pussy? And she rolled her eyes at me and she said, what? Mules on wheels. <laughs> she, yeah, she fucking hated that joke. Only time I ever seen her get up and walk away is when I told her that joke, actually. And I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even fucking know she could walk, dude. I was shocked. I was like, holy shit. Good for you. But, uh, yeah, you know, I'm not surprised she didn't like that joke. I'm starting to come to realize that jokes are kind of like dairy, you know? Some people are lactose intolerant. They can't handle fucking dairy. Same way some people can't handle jokes. And same thing is uh, you tell someone the wrong joke, they might just shit all over your fucking day. Same way that someone will shit all over your day if you feed them dairy, you know? And uh, <laughs> thank you. My favorite Filipino, Joko, is here. Everybody give it up for Joko. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Daily City local. Love this guy. Um, the first time I ever kicked it with Joko, he got so drunk, he started walking down the sidewalk with his pants half off, pissing just everywhere. Like, oh, don't look at my dick. It's really small. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> True story. True story. Hold on. After I finish this next joke. So uh, I got a lot of shit growing up for my potty mouth, you know. Uh, I'm still paying off my childhood swear jar. I don't know if you know this about seven-year-olds. They don't have a lot of money to put in a fucking swear jar. So when you curse as much as me, it adds up really fast. I'm actually at about $7,000 right now, and I didn't visit home on Easter because I didn't want it to be 7500 you know? Auntie, what the fuck do you make for dinner? 7001 This is fucking shit on a shingle. 7002 You're a fucking cunt. I can't stand you. That's $20 for the fucking C word. You know I hate that word. Yeah. Growing up was interesting. You guys want to hear a little bit about how I grew up? So, growing up with an animal hoarder, I think I probably buried more pets than a serial killer. <laughs> Just being honest, you know? But there's one main difference between me and a guy like Ted Bundy, and that's that I definitely prefer a live pussy over dead pussy <laughs> any day of the week. <laughs> and that's whether I'm burying it, digging it up, digging it out, or eating it, right? And it's up to you to decide whether or not I'm talking about the human body part or the animal, because to be honest, I can never decide between the two. <laughs> but yeah, serial killers and true crime are kind of an odd thing. It's like an oddly American thing. I'm going to speed this up because, you know, I got to go soon. But um, yeah, true crime is kind of an odd thing. You know, it wasn't uh, until all these TV shows came out. I feel like only Americans would really have like a fucking favorite serial killer. Kind of an odd thing. I always wonder when is TV going to catch up and people are going to start having favorite mass shooters, you know? Hey, don't blame me. I'm not the one putting all this shit on TV, okay? I'm just commenting on it. Anyways, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Thank you. Cocaine, <laughs> everyone. Woo. Uh, there's microphones all over the place. Oh. There we go. Uh, so, Kane, you... Damn, you're you like you're really like coming along with some of these new jokes, like the 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 wheelchair joke, the fucking uh, oh my god, like that was good. I need like uh like 
you have a very good ability of being able to get really like w- dirty, like just filthy. Like, and it, you say it very casually, which is really good. And I think you could play into that a little bit harder. Like, you know, like I, you, you could. I think you could get away with say it's a pretty filthy shit. Like, you, like you know, on some of these jokes, like, like, like the fucking. Will you know? It's, and then she got hit by a car after she you know stood up and walked. Or you know, like there's so many ta- like you could punch it up. You could take it hard. Like you could go hard on some of these jokes. Like you have really good premises. Don't be afraid to evolve on them and like just really like rip into it. Like because uh, at the end there, the fucking uh, damn it, this dab's kicking in. I, I think it's one-liners. I think it's yeah. one-liners are good and you and and they are and they're they're crafted well. And then sometimes. You go so that first one about the pets where you said, um, "I have more. I've buried more pets than a serial killer." That's the joke. Don't keep going. <laughs> All the rest of it is like, uh, it's well, it's not there yet. It could get there, but that one-liner is fucking gold. And then you did another good one-liner at the end too. What was the lat? You did another one at the end that was such a good. You closed with it. Tell me what you closed with at the end. It, I said oh. it was a good. I said, uh, "What did I fucking what say?" What I put busted. What does this say? I said buried. Oh no, that's the other one. Oh, I said. Uh, uh, I said something about when is uh, TV going to catch up and people are going to start having favorite mass shooters. Right. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so that's a one liner there. It's also a premise, but right now it like I don't want to say offense to this. It's a really good one liner, but you might not have the skill yet to breach that topic in a lar- talking about it for a lot of time because yeah. it's so sensitive. It's, yeah, it's like, up. like for example, people can make rape jokes, but it's probably not a good idea unless you really have it crafted and know what you're doing because you're going to trigger and upset people. And not that that's a problem. I'm just saying the, that one about the pets, I'd just one-liner in it and leave it before you start burying, like burying <laughs> up dead cat, unburying cats and stuff is kind of. Yeah, you really do have a, like a rapid-fire one-liner like, Kind of like like it kind of reminded me of a what's the the old the old dude that like that was his whole thing with one liners. Uh, Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. Except that he's fifteen. He's on oh, speed. He's yeah. Mitch Hedberg on speed. Yeah, yeah. Henny Youngman. Yeah. There's. So, I mean, it's just like I really think just that's a yeah good thing to work on those one liners and punch it up and slow down. You go really really fast. Also, ooh, that first joke. Um, I don't know if I'd punch down on the gays. Say you're a leprechaun and they want to steal you to catch your gold. Okay. Because you have red hair and you look Irish. And so rather than punching down on gay people, which is another place where it's like, oh, probably not the best place to go. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every, I mean, you did grow up here. And so fair, you, your material is your own. But um, I, I think that if you say that you're da- skipping down the street, that you look like a little <laughs> leprechaun man and they want to yeah, yeah. get or they want to get your lucky charms, whatever yeah. the fuck that means, you know. Take less of an abrasive approach. Yeah, a little less yeah, abrasive. Okay. Yeah, maybe. that's fair. Thank you. More filthy. Like I think you could be filthy. Like, like, like that would be like that's what I think. Like, yeah. I honestly came up with that one today, so I'm gonna work on that one a little bit more. Oh yeah. Think about it. Oh yeah. Is yeah, good stuff crowd? though. Funny know? stuff. Lauren loves the swear jar. Oh yeah, dude, it costs, it costs a lot. Yeah. Well, you might just do. Like the race jokes. Yeah. It's hard to be a white guy and do race jokes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would really like to hear uh, to uh, um hear more time to let the the, the punchlines land. But I will really. It, it sounds weird. This this thing I'm gonna say. But if you're gonna go on stage with a with a chewing gum, 
compromise with it and, and i want to i want to hear it pop in the microphone i just want to hear you chew on the <laughs> like, like be quiet look at us in the eyes and chew on your gum you know you're filthy it, it, it fits you well man be more confident and, and you're doing a great job keep it up oh, dude, thank you. Woo! Kane, everybody he makes a good point. Um, you shouldn't chew gum on stage, but that's that. But that's just an old theater thing. It doesn't matter. Uh, but yay, Kane, you're done. Yay, oh, you did it. You, yay, 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 yay! And everything I've said today, today, please take it with a grain of salt, because again, I am ripped. You're next, comedian. I am. I put your hands together for your next comedian, Sam West. Yay! <laughs> All right, guys, I didn't know I had comments today. I was gonna experiment a little bit, so bear with me, okay? Bear with me. Gonna start in some familiar Chop Chop territory and then try some little new stuff, okay? Uh, I had my mind blown on the walk down here today. I saw a live drag race in the middle of the street. Never seen this before. This is a true story. Yeah, it blew my mind. Blew my fucking mind because until today, I had never seen someone go from zero to 70 miles per hour running in heels. I'm my girlfriend's alarm clock, you know? Uh, I, get her, I get up early, and she asked me, you know, to get her up when I get up, so she doesn't have to hear me. And uh, she asked me the other day, Friday night, she said, you know, I've been working hard lately. Can I sleep in tomorrow? I said, yeah, you know what, this once, I think that's reasonable, that's fine. So 5 a.m. the next morning, I woke her up, I said, babe, babe. She said, what, what are you doing? I said, it's time to go back outside. That's a joke about how my girlfriend sleeps in a shed. We'll work on that, we'll tighten it up. <laughs> I think I have erectile dysfunction. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, my, basically, the reason I think that is because my dick does what it wants on its own terms. I can no longer control it anymore, you know? It's like a cat. Like it kind of sits on my lap, you know? I'll, I'll pet it sometimes. Don't, I'll fuck with it, you know? And scratch under the chin, you know? Like, yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I would say, how, I don't know how the, if I can get clinically diagnosed for erectile dysfunction, if that's a thing. Like, how do they do that? How do they test you? Just go to the doctor? All right, Dr. Robinson, if he can't get you hard, you got it. You, know, you have to secede erectile dysfunction. Uh, he's like the final boss. I don't know. We'll work on that, too. All right, let's get into some new stuff, okay? Uh, bear with me. Like I said, getting out of my comfort zone. Um, I was down at the Golden Gate Bridge, you know, and I love the view and everything. They were putting nets under it, you know? I, I get the sentiment, trying to help people and whatnot, but a bit of an eyesore. I think maybe they should make it a little more fun, you know? Maybe like a big Plinko board. Like a 1970s game show, you know? Like, don't do it. Oh. Ding, 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 ding. Holy shit, Carl, you just won a new 2023 Honda Accord. I mean, you can't drive it now, but, uh, you know, it's more fun. I don't know. I'm sorry, I know this is cringy open mic taboo subject, but I will say, I mean, out of all the subjects, this is the one I'm most comfortable with because I constantly struggle with suicidal ideation. Any room I walk into, I'm just scanning for ways to kill myself. Like, what What do we, it's like a fucked up game of Clue. Like, I walked in here, walked in here an hour ago, I was like, all right, Sam did it to himself at Mutiny Radio with the microphone stand. Um, I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm looking at my notes, it just says suicide question mark, so we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, uh. Here's the thing, all right? I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up with this. I think I'm getting close to time, and this is a tough subject, all right? But if you're gonna kill yourself, you should do something cool. All right, don't, don't shoot your, you know, don't blow your brains out with a gun, okay? Because a lot of people have done that before, okay? 
do something cool. Take some Mentos. I don't know, put them in a Coca-Cola bottle. Shake it up, you know, pull your head out that way. A lot cooler. Do something original, creative, different. Live like an artist, die like an artist. I'm going somewhere with this. Bear with me, okay? Because here's the thing, okay? You're not going to do something cool like that. Don't kill yourself, okay? Don't waste your time. No one wants to clean your bed sheets after an overdose. Or, you know, do something cool. Here's what I call the paradox of suicide, though. If, if you are going to do something cool, if you are willing to die in such a cool way, you, my friend, are too cool to die. All right, thank you, everybody. I'm Sam West. Yay! Keep it going for Sam West, everyone. We've got things to make comments. I thought the Plinko board was so dark and funny, and I used to watch that Price is Right, so I thought that was really funny. Um, uh, yeah, so dark, and it's so funny because you're dark and you're smiling, and you don't look. It's your there's a juxtaposition between your look and what you're saying, and so that helps make it work because it's really dark. Um, just so you know, this beam is weight bearing. That one above you. Um, okay, that was a suicide joke. He could hang himself from that. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying the weight, the beam is weight bearing, and I have liability insurance, so I'm not worried about it. Um, <laughs> and then. <laughs> at the end, at the end, you you kept saying bear with me, and there's two ways you can go with that. A, this is a weight bearing beam, or B, you could throw yourself into a bear enclosure. Like if you continue saying bear with me, like that's a way to kill yourself. Bear with me, like there's a bear with me, and now I get eaten by the bear. Bear with me, okay. I was trying to be. I maybe I'm t maybe this weed is <laughs> making me too clever. I'm no, on another planet. With no, I'm, I'm over here with you, okay. uh, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's just Pam and Dakota. Let's let's break this down for you, Sam. So uh, the, that first joke, I really thought it was funny when you explained the joke. Like you, you know, you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how you like you 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 were like that was a joke about you know. Like and that was the punchline. Like, <laughs> Like that was so fucking funny, like to me, like and I was like, you could like, there's a couple of different ways you could do that, but like that was very clever, and I think you could leave it as that. Don't be afraid to do that, because I thought that was funny. I don't know, like, was that intentional? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I liked it. Like, it, so yeah, it's very it's very fun. I think that's very fun. And then uh, yeah, with the suicide, like the that's <laughs> the pl the plinko joke. The, that's awesome. That is a good joke. That's funny. And they, did they win the Subaru? Because that's what the guy jumped out of at the top or whatever. Whatever they won, they win the Corolla because that's the person was on the bridge and jumped out of the yeah, Corolla. So you win a Corolla. Oh. Uh, you didn't mean that. I thought that's what you and meant. I thought that's why it was like twenty three. You. At, when they're finally able to drive again, they just roll off the bridge next time in their new Toyota Corolla. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you know what I'm saying? Or just like slow roll off into it, you know, like you know, like in in the to Toyota. And then I was like, you know, when you said like the, uh, like a game of Clue, the m microphone stand. No, that was funny as shit. But you should have said microphone up the ass, like micro, like you know, like I was like, I was just, I think that would have been funny, you know, like microphone up your. Anyway. No. I don't think you could kill yourself with him. It'd be fun. You'd hit your G spot. It, it'd just be like a. No, bingo. if he jumped off like this, like oh. straight onto the micro, like oh, impale well himself different. up He'd the ass. Oh, that's have to jump from the top. Yeah, here. like yeah. Okay, okay. okay. So you couldn't do it from the stage. That's how you would do it. Cool. You'd have to go. That's up how you would do it. Cool. Uh -huh. Yes. Yeah. So. 
Here's you want one? Thing. I have another. <laughs> I have another thing though. I was confused. We took it different ways. I didn't think that the guy who jumped off the bridge. I don't know was his name Jeff. I didn't think that Jeff who went through the Prinko board won a car. I thought it was that he jumped off and then his car was still up there. So someone watching wins the car because they see that he just left his car with the motor running or whatever to jump off the bridge. But I don't know. Maybe I just made a whole story behind it because I I don't you, I don't think you said his name was Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I googled it, but mostly people kill themselves in their bathtub more than their sheets. <laughs> and <laughs> and if I was gonna try to be cool on killing myself with Coca-Cola and Mentos, I'll put it up my ass. But yeah, 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 but I'm kind of gay, so I, don't mind me, man. Great job, you got great pimpsin, man. With like an air oh, dude, one more thing, one more thing. So about the putting the Mentos up your ass, you should say something about death by bubble guts. Would be funny as fuck. That'd be sick. That was amazing, and and we're all having so much fun. Everybody clap your hands together for Sam West. Yay! That's how the joke workshop works. All right, we're just back to four-minute sets. We're going to fit everyone in because it's only 7.16, so don't you worry, your little faces. Uh, hey, your next comedian just did all these great comments, and did Fernando just walk out the door? Where is he? Oh, we went to the bathroom. All right, we'll have you go after the next person. Put your hands together, everybody. For Sean Derham, yay! What's up, mutiny? How are y'all? Good. Let's do it. I lost 40 pounds last year. Thank you. Thank you. I'm also happy that there's less of me. I'm also uncircumcised. Where my skinhead's at? Don't don't answer that. Don't answer that. Especially you, Johnny. <laughs> I, I do feel like that's a odd term. This is like the only time you describe a part of your body as not being mutilated yet. Like you wouldn't be talking to a dude with one leg. He tells you he's an amputee and you respond to him. I'm actually unamputated. <laughs> but I do prefer my men cut. I think unamputated legs are ugly and unsanitary. Why did they circumcise your leg? Are you Jewish? Okay, <laughs> I gotta try a new one, my bad, my bad. Okay, I've always worried deeply about money, but I recently found solace in the fact that I realized I'm just always going to be broke. It's okay. Sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm losing here. Yeah. What a weight off my mind, you know, because that's like some financial stability I can maintain. Why worry about credit when my score is already at the bottom? Can't get any lower. It's a, it's a freeing feeling for me 
Because, like, all I have to worry about is my car. And I refuse to get that fixed anymore. All those concerning lights, they're just decorations now. My car's in the holiday spirit. You may ask, like, what are you going to do if it breaks down? That's easy. I'll just kill myself. (laughs) Captain goes down with his ship. And I'm the captain of a Scion TC. Send us both to the junkyard to be salvaged for parts. At least then I'll be useful. Okay. Got through that. Let's do something else. I I really despise the porn industry. I don't know about you guys, but I think it's honestly kind of gross. I do still watch porn, but I always just end up jacking off with a stank face. I'll just be laying there going like, oh, this is terrible. That's somebody's mother. I should call my mom. Tell her what grandma's doing. (laughs) All right, y'all, that's been my time. I finally understand that joke. Your grandmother's the one in the porn, and you're calling your mom to tell. That's the first time I've understood that. I'm sorry. I never got it. I never, I just, Lauren and I are both looking at each other like, oh, now we get it. That's like the sixth time we've heard it, and we finally got the joke. All right, your next comedian. He's been here all night and so supportive and gave such great comments, too. Clap your hands together for Fernando. We were talking about uh, zodiac signs earlier, right? Zodiac signs. According to the zodiac sign, I am a Pisces, which is represented by two fishes, two two fish following each other in a circle, perpetual circle, which explains my fucking growing schizophrenia and all the boys inside my head, just in a perpetual circle. In the Chinese zodiac signs, I'm supposed to be a bull. And, and like the Chinese zodiac signs are very ambiguous. The description of the animals are, are like the bull is supposed to be very calm, very passive. And then the other yesterday night, somebody on stage was about to get attacked, and I was the first one on jumping and pushing the man. Right, Pam? Yeah. It's, so I was like, oh shit, yeah, I am a fucking bull. Just uh. Anyway, let me give you actually jokes, all right? Yeah, actual jokes. Hey, actual jokes. Um, I am tired. The next woman that tells me that she doesn't date men under six feet is going to be the responsible of me chopping both of my legs and getting prothesis of my my designated height. You know that you can do that? You can choose your height if you don't have legs. Like, you, you get the process, you make them any, any fucking size you want. That's it, 6'2". We'll see who has the last laugh then, huh? We'll see who gets the last laugh. <laughs> Speaking of amputations, let's imagine that for some reason, I, 
Welcome, welcome. Take a seat. Take a seat. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Let's take a seat, all right? Let, let, let me start over with my jokes. Sorry, guys. Take a fucking seat. Jesus fucking Christ. Sorry, God. I'm telling you, I'm a fucking bull. You see that? I'm a very chill, very passive. Now, no, guys, so, so let's imagine that I get both of my arms cut off, amputated, right? And I have to designate movement on my legs, and then I have to grab, like, tools and shit, and I, like, now and I use keyboards with my toes, and, and then at some point, I get a gun. And I walked into a bank, and I pulled out the gun with my leg, and I go, give me everything you fucking have. This is a robbery. But, you know, like, with emphasis, right? Does it still count as an armed robbery? Punchline, eh? Punch the cable of the thing. All right. All right. I like to pee in my bathtub. That's what I call my girlfriend's mouth. <laughs> my friends told me that. That joke was misogynist, which, you know, it's irrational. Because misogyny means that I hate women. And how can I hate women if they're so much inferior than me? Can somebody explain me that? Huh? It's okay. Kind of cute. That's a woman angry. Oh, they're marching. Oh, it's so cute. It's pink. <laughs> No, my friends tell me that that's very misogynist of me. And I responded with two things. Number one, how can I be misogynist, you know? Doesn't make any sense. And number two, I responded to my friends, if you guys keep talking shit and making those kinds of accusations, I'm going to start taking my meds again, and we'll see who has the last laugh. Hold back. Okay, no, didn't work out. All right, new joke, new joke. We're trying, we're trying, you know, new jokes. I'm so sorry, guys. Give it up for your host, Pam Benjamin. I'm sorry. Bye. Yay! Yay! Fernando. They're only for when you hear the horn. I know you haven't been here a lot, but when you hear the horn, it means you have a minute. We have four comics left. We're fitting everyone in. And your next comic, he was a walk up from the street. I've never met. Did pa is Patrick still here? The Patrick guy. Did he leave? He bounced? I told him that he was going to be. Okay. That's okay. It's fine if he bounced. Unless he's in the potty. Are you in the potty? Patrick? Okay, well, either way. Next comedian, Jared Senna, everyone. Yay! No, I feel about giving these movies my money. I'm sorry Come on, man. It's going to be so good. Give it up for Pam, everybody. Oh, God. All right. All right. Yeah, I uh, did not know I was coming up next. Uh, I did not even prepare a set. How are we doing? Good? Good. What do I want to start with? Uh, I don't even know what my first joke is going to be. Uh, what do I want to say? <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, uh, 
my dad told me that I should uh, get a job that I actually like doing. So I applied to become a sperm donor. Because nothing's better than paying your rent in cum. Am I right, guys? Yeah, that'd be funny. Like, like my wife would get mad at me because I'm always coming home late. She's like, you're always working overtime. And I'm just like, I put my blood, sweat, and cum into this family, all right? <laughs> Thank you, bro. All right. That's a stupid joke, right, Johnny? <laughs> You get that right, Fernando? Uh, sorry for uh, interrupting you guys. But my only wish is that I talk louder. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. He's made everything awkward. Okay. Uh. <laughs> all right. Um, I graduated from college, everybody. I graduated with a degree in creative writing. And I'm not sure if you guys know what creative writing is but it's pretty much just a fancy way of saying barista. Yeah, uh, but I did learn a lot from creative writing. Uh, it did help me with my comedy writing a lot. My professor told me that in order to be a good writer, you have to read a lot. So I've been reading a lot of notebooks that I've stolen from my comedian friends. You guys better watch out, I'm looking for more material. All right, what else do I wanna say? Fuck, dude, I got called up way too early. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just. Don't blame your inability to tell time on me. <laughs> uh -huh. I'm not blaming you, Tam. I'm just, I'm just, just not very good at comedy, guys. Just not, you know. Uh, I actually just got fired. Yeah. Thank you, Italian man. Uh, I got fired recently. Uh, it sucks, but. I feel good about it because I stood up for myself, you know? A lot of people like to come to my work and give me attitude and get all surprised when I snap back at them, you know? I probably shouldn't have did what I did, but you know what? Someone needed to tell that 12-year-old I was tutoring to shut the fuck up. Yeah, you know? Thank you, Joko. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You know, uh... I think it should be okay to fight children, personally for me. Because honestly, like, I don't care how old you are. If you're bigger than me, you're catching these hands, you know? Trying new tags for this. Thank you, Dakota. Trying new tags. Uh, fuck. You know, that's my time. Give it up for Pam. <laughs> everyone, Jared Senna. All right, we have two comics left. Don't get comedy pneumonia. Two comics left. Your next comic, what a lovely human being he is. Put your hands together for Johnny Knudsen. Today I woke up with a massive dead arm and a boner. Uh, and uh, thanks, folks. That's all my time. <laughs> That's all I'm going to do. <laughs> I think I should walk out of the room. Um, no, it was a, um, it was a, not a massive boner and a regular dead arm. It was a massive dead arm and a regular boner, if anyone was wondering. 
And I feel like my body got confused about what's important in its sleep. You know what I mean? Because, like, last time I checked, you're not supposed to sacrifice arm blood or penis blood in your sleep. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I was just having, like, a nice, sexy dream, though, or something. I don't know. But I literally, like, hobbled to the bathroom. Like, I could barely fucking walk. <laughs> like, I was like... No. Yeah. Yeah, I don't recommend that, though, to wake up with a dead arm and a boner. <laughs> um, I don't know what the equivalent would be for a woman. Um, dead arm and a boner. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Regular-sized boner, though, I will say that. Very regular. I don't know what the national average is these days, but um, I'm right there. <laughs> Definitely right there to a T. I think we should start measuring in, in centimeters just so we, we're all in, like, double digits. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think that'd be better <laughs> for the self-esteem guys like myself <laughs> who have a lot going for them. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, my dad's – I live with my dad, you know, and um, he's, like, a total nut because, like, for some reason, like, his trash never gets picked up, and this, like, pisses him off to no end. So he's, like, always on the phone with the trash company, <laughs> which just kills me. Because, <laughs> like, I'll just, like, walk into, like, the kitchen, and he's just, like, talking to the trash lady. He's like, my bins didn't get picked up today. He's like, I'm going into Easter weekend with a full bin. I'm not very happy about that. <laughs> They're like, sir, we're going we're gonna to try to sort this out next week. He's like, yeah, but I'm going into Easter weekend with a full bin here. I don't know. I thought that was just hilarious. <laughs> It wasn't even full, dude. I checked that because he's always like, I'll give you I'll give you 10 bucks if you can fit this into the bin. Because he has this idea that, like, the bins are always full. But the bins are never full. The bins are always, like, a third full. You know what I mean? So I walked down there to see if the bins were full, and they were a third full. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's my dad. I love him to death. <laughs> he's a fucking nut job. Um, yeah. Did I get the horn? Soon, though. <laughs> God willing. <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, uh, skin. <laughs> Dakota, we all have skin. And um, I'm just here to expound on the nature of skin. And um, it's sort of stuff. <laughs> I think this freaks Pam out. <laughs> no, I did. I got a minute, right? Or 40 seconds. Okay, yeah. Well, I feel like I creep you out. Uh, <laughs> me, like, me and, like, everyone else. Um uh, we all, all got scammed. I'm going to end my time there. Thanks, everyone. I did zero material. Johnny Knudsen talking about skin. I didn't. I don't think you're creepy. Okay. I'm your last comic. Yay. And this is going to be fun because I'm high as fuck. <laughs> I've consumed enough THC today to incapacitate a small Cambodian village. <laughs> it is, I feel like I've napalmed my brain. Thank you. Okay, in response to Johnny, did you know that in utero, boys and girls, okay, penises and boys and girls, I'm just, I can't, I'm too old to be gendered positive there I'm sorry before 18 months it's the same stuff 
dicks and clits are the same. It's all the same, and then at one point, the ovaries, and then the balls, and then the dick, and then the clit. So, clits are tiny dicks. All sizes matter, dude. Get on board. It's the fucking future. Oh, I got a tiny dick. Mine is smaller. <laughs> My clit is so big, I can use a Cheerio as a cock ring. <laughs> I haven't said that joke in a while. I'm really high, you guys. <laughs> I just got, they say you are what you eat. I'm about to eat some, I'm about to fucking munchy down on some cheese. But uh, they say you are what you eat. And I just got my 23andMe back. And I'm 28% Irish and 72% Trader Joe. <laughs> What's your favorite thing from Trader Joe's? Oh, geez, that's a fun one. So you're not an alcoholic. That's good for you. <laughs> okay, I love. <laughs> I actually wrote a five stanza ode to Charles Shaw. I'm not going to bore you with it, but I will give you a couplet at the end. My dear Charles Shaw, you are so great, never failing to inebriate. Pretty smart. Okay. I actually buy a ton of grapefruit juice from Trader Joe's. I drink so much grapefruit juice. I need the acid because I am so fucking basic. <laughs> <Hey>. <gasps> else is excited for the last couple <laughs> it's, it's season four love is blind there's three episodes left <gasps> are they gonna say yes <laughs> you do you watch it i'm so lonely i started writing erotic fan fiction for reality tv <laughs> love is blind <laughs> love is blind oh, can i make it more banal and fake yes it's called vapid as, vapid as a pit of starfish follow your bliss <laughs> Anyone who's actually watching that show knows that a character is named Bliss. Oh, my God, I'm so lonely. I actually watch that show and I cry. I'm like, look, they love each other. They're kissing. Whew, okay. My cat. Uh, no, I don't kiss my cat, but my cat does masturbate next to me. So we... <laughs> no, I know that my cat loves me. This isn't the joke I want to do, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, I know that my cat loves me because I was... Um, you know, using my dildo, and my cat didn't just sniff it, he licked it. <laughs> Meaning that my cat loves the shit out of me. Or women really do taste like tuna. <laughs> Either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. And that is ahi, ahi, not albacore. None of that white shit. It is dark and purpled with age. It is. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> it's, like, um, it's like a butterfly made out of thickly sliced roast beef. But like a one-winged butterfly, because I have like one little wonky fin, and it's like my Nemo fin. I think that's her. I get all my sexual prowess from. It's just all like, oh, I'm a little fin. <laughs> See, you know, guys talk about their dicks all the time. All the time. And everyone's like, oh, we're in a real film. Oh, are you talking about your vagina? We only want to look at it if there's no hair on it. You better fucking shave from your little toe to your twat like a four-year-old girl. You'll never be good enough. But you guys get to talk about your dick all the time. Just talk about your dick. Talk about your dick. Talk about your dick. Every single time. Lord and I are so bored. We have conversations on the bus where we're like, do, do we have to talk about? Okay. So you know what? I'm just going to do vagina jokes for every single show. I'm going to talk about exactly what my fucking hairy pussy... One last thing, just so you really have a good image. I was born in 1974, and I have the bush to match. Woo-hoo-hoo. 
Yeah, it is forest. It is dank. It is swampy. And no one can find Charlie. That's what I named my clitoris, Charlie. You're all too young to understand the Vietnam reference, but Lauren gets it. All right, I won't hold you hostage anymore. Bye. Yay. And everyone discount everything I said tonight because I am so high. All right, see you guys next time. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Holy Patrick, Namaste. Every Monday at 6 p.m., it's Joke Workshop, streaming live on mutinyradio.fm. Lift the veil from your third eye on joke creation and what it takes to be a stand-up comic in the five shakasanas of San Francisco's comedy scene. This all-ages open mic invites Oh, pre-sign by Venmoing two to five dollars at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio Studio and Gallery Performance Space, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street in the deep, deep, deep mission. Every Monday at 6 p.m. Does my ponytail look cool? Thank you. Namaste. Tuesday used to be the most unlikely night for fun. But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic. And see comics work out new material for free. For free. They get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday, 6 p.m. At OMG on Savory 6th Street. Savory 6th Street. Show up to go up. Come watch your favorite John Hughes 80s films through a whole new lens. We'll have the subtitles on and the volume low while a panel of feminists critique these beloved movies that shaped a generation with sexist, classist, homophobic, racist plots and characters and settings along with a healthy dose of damage property. Hosted by staunch feminist Pam Benjamin at Mutiny Radio, Join us 2.15 for 16 Candles with Warren Kraut and Emma Brennan. 
3-1, The Breakfast Club with Spencer Devine and Dominic Delgadillo. 3-15, Pretty in Pink with Nina G and Allison Reynolds. And 3-28, Some Kind of Wonderful with Mel Michelle. Hey, it's really exciting. We're going to be here, 278 121st Street, screening John Hughes Films with you, 6 o'clock, every other Wednesday, Mutiny Radio. Hey, kids, it's your pal, Spider-Man. <laughs> Sorry, Spiderman. Mortimer Spiderman. But I'm not swinging through the senior facility, bested Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the Rhino. I'm headed down to Mutiny Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got some schlemiels doing the laugh laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck and donate two to five dollars on, hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses, the print's too small. Right. Venmo? That's not real. What is that, Swedish? You knew that, right? This is in San Francisco. I'll drown in on, I'll, it's nap time. The year is 2023. Oh, I wish that laughter had value. And the unexpected laugh was priceless. Worry not, true entertainment has brought us a savior in whosthatlive.com. Oh, finally, an escape from the apocalyptic nightmare I live in. You can go to whosthatlive.com and buy comedy tickets. And you're in a raffle, I guess. True, 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 true productions. Weekly comedy at the best neighborhood bar in the city. Join your friends from Mutiny Radio every Thursday at 8 p.m. at the Bar on Dolores at 29th and Dolores. Starting after any very important sports game that might happen to be on, you're guaranteed a night of laughter for free. And when paired with the drink specials and the nicest bartender in San Francisco, it'll become a Thursday ritual. Show up to go out for comics, and please reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite so we know you're coming to laugh. There is... Happy hour the, is when the comedy is the cheapest. Happy hour, the most free two hours of hour-long comedy on the radio and internet streaming live at 2781 21st Street. Come down, be in the audience. Dog-friendly. Dog fri- we are. Mutiny Radio is absolutely dog-friendly. A dog party. Ain't no party like a dog party. <laughs> dog party at Mutiny Radio. Every Friday, dog party at Mutiny Radio. Happy hour. <laughs> 278 121st Street. Happy hour. Mutiny Radio. Dot FM. Here in Dot SF. Calling all crusties, punks, and poses. Pick your posteriors up off the pavement. Pack up your pins and patches and prepare to party. The Pacific Northwest Vest Fest returns this Saturday only at the SeaTac Expo Center. Whether you're a leather lover or just a denim demon, if you're looking to dress through and press for less, do not stress. You'll find all the best in pre-distressed fest right here at the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest. With over 40 vendors selling countless crossover styles, you'll find the perfect thing for your scene. Metal, thrash, Walmart, high-vis, and everything in between. All in one place. One day only. Unless it's a jacket. If you need a jacket, take your square ass somewhere else. 
Never pay for fabric you don't need. Ditch the sleeves, but save the rest for the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest this Saturday only at SeaTac. Bring a can of PBR, get it half price. Daddy, Daddy, what are we gonna do today? At 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon? Oh, over there at the parklet in front of Atlas Cafe for Titans of Comedy. That That's Titans of Comedy. Apparently, they've got great sandwiches, cafe drinks, and even some of my favorite beverages, like beer, wine, and sangria. All the things I drink to forget your mother. My new Uncle Blake says you smell like a brewery. What did I say about interrupting me? Anywho, right here on 20th and Alabama in the Deep Mission, paired with tasty comedy from Bay Area's favorite comics. For free! Every Saturday. Or at least the two Saturdays a month that the court mandates I have to see you. It's sunshine, and even in a drizzle, but not too much. Hey, Daddy, remember after soccer practice when it was raining and you didn't come? I really don't. Anywho. Take it with the freezers. Reservations on Eventbrite. Talk in public schools. In a tri-level dual world of stand-up comedy, laughter has value and the unexpected laugh is priceless. Who is that live.com? Comedy local shows on sale now. Everyone that purchases a ticket will automatically be entered into a true drawing. Who wants to focus on the genre of stand-up comedy and those that, who's that? <laughs> Go to whoisthatlive.com for upcoming shows. Double Join us on a journey
Stand by. We are having difficulties here. Media Radio. It's six o'clock. It's time for Mute for The Gates of Delirium. Two hours of the greatest of prog rock ever conceived by man. I am going to work on this here. And try to find some sound emanating from the devices here at the sprawling state-of-the-art studios of mutinyradio.fm. Stand by. that are familiar with this this position. There seems to be a problem translating technologies. What we would be listening to is transcendent and triumphant astral entrance through the gates of delirium into the Elysian fields. Meaning and purpose constructed with your own bare hands. We've seen th- that through that. We've seen through that. Nothing to do with that. Find out what's happening here.
Thank you, Brady. Can't wait for your cats. So are we talking about... Problem solved. It was the flick of a switch. As it usually is. That's what the fate of humanity and civilization is ultimately probably gonna come down to. A flick of a switch. Only adding to the sense of precariousness that we already feel. Floating through the unimaginably large cosmos. In the face of that, we know, and I assert, there's no time for mediocrity in anything we do, in anything we think, in anything we listen to. That's where progressive rock and roll comes in. Rock and roll as God meant it to be. Rock and roll taken and into a 